welcome to Six Points Coaching the Podcast. Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Six Points Coaching the Podcast. Today we have Eloise Muller with us. She is the captain of the Subiaco Rogers Cup team. Uh, so for context, in the girls' footy programs, there's the AFLW is the most professional, and then you get your state level, which is the Waffle Women's, and then you've got the Rogers Cup, and then below that is your local or community footy. Yeah, so she's representing Subiaco and is the captain, um, and so she can provide some awesome insight for the girls that are uh, trying to get to those next representative sides, such as Rogers Cup. Yeah, she can provide the insight of what it's like playing there, what the uh, lifestyle's like, what uh, the training intensity's like, uh, and what's required to make it to the next level. So yeah, I'm sure that uh, there's lots of value to be shared here, so let's get straight into it. All right, we've got Eloise here, captain of the Subiaco Rogers Cup team. How are you going this morning? Um, yeah, good. <laughs> good? Yeah. Is this your first podcast? Yes, it is. There we go. <laughs> So yeah, let's let's start with getting to know you a bit. So you're the, obviously the captain at uh, yeah Subi Rogers. Uh, what position did you play? Um, I was a backline player, but I've now been moved into the midfield this season. So it's a bit of a new avenue for me. So I'm learning a lot this year. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and how are you finding it? Like, is it a good switch for you? Um, yes, definitely. Because I'm a runner, so I like to run. I can run for days. Um, but it's definitely a shift in mindset, having to attack and defend rather than just focusing on that defensive aspect, I guess. Yeah. And so what was, uh, how long have you been playing footy? Um, so I started playing footy when I was year one. Oh, wow. Okay. So that was Auskick though. Yeah. So it was just like <laughs> Sunday morning, kick around. Um, you can't go past this line or the I, cones or whatever? Yeah, I can't remember if I was any good or... Yeah, kind of a blur, Oski, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I played for a couple years with all the boys and then was told that, sorry, there's no girls comp. Yeah. So I'd swapped to netball. So and when what age was that? Like, were you, was the option there to play with the boys still or was Not it like that? Not for my age group. So I was year three when I was, that was my last year. Um, and back then there was no oh, go play with the girls kind of thing. It was, or, or you can play with the boys. It was like, you're a girl, sorry. Yeah. Like, that's it for you. Yeah, okay. And so you went to netball. Was netball something that you were, like, as excited about with footy or was um, it kind of just like, oh, this is the only other option? Well, yeah, kind of throughout my childhood, I did a bunch of sports. So I kind of tried everything except, I think, soccer and basketball. So I did karate. I did gymnastics i did tennis didn't like that though it was before school yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like swimming eh? all those swimmers yeah, getting up early I, I gave up swimming because not to toot my own horn but i couldn't pass any more levels because i was too young oh um, <laughs> <laughs> humble brag right there <laughs> but yeah no i've tried all the sports and a lot of the girls at school, we're playing netball for the school team. So I gave that a go. Yep. And then changed clubs after my first year to a more professional club. Played that, got pretty competitive with that. Um, did all the programs you could do with netball, I guess, other than state. 
And then when I was year 10, I think, I wanted to go back to footy and I was like, oh, I'll give this a go because my younger sister was playing and I was like, I need that. Yeah. What's the, Um, define that. Um, That, not aggression. I wouldn't use the word aggressive, but that, I guess, competitiveness with footy and like, there's no rule, like it's not really strict as netball, I guess. Like there's still rules, obviously, but netball, it's like, you can't get too close to someone. You can't do this. You can't do that. Hmm. Yeah. Do you find though, like, because netball is still quite physical in the sense that, like, you know, when I'm playing my mixed netball and I'm tearing up, they've got to find a way to stop me. So they stand on their feet, like on my feet, or they elbow you a little oh, bit. Like Feet, honestly, the first time I did my ankle, my ankles are shocking now. Yeah. And I have to strap them every time I do anything because... The first time I ever did it was the week before I had like a big, they have like a cadet cup. Well, they used to, it's not there anymore, but it was like the regents. Mm. So with netball, it was like tax, which was association. And then they started metros, which was like the level up from tax. And then you had your cadet cup, which was the one all teams. And then you have your one all. So when I was What's one all stand for, sorry? Uh, West Australian Netball League. Right, yep. Yeah, so it's like the waffle version of netball. netball. Yeah. Yeah, so I did that when I was 13. I'd worked so hard, made team one. I was the only person from my club because it was pretty club dominated. Right. A lot of netball politics. Anyway, someone stood on my foot. I went to take off, ripped my ligaments. I did a high ankle sprain really, really bad. Um, which put me out for six weeks the week before this big carnival where it was all weekend playing. So yeah, it was pretty right. Devo. Yeah. And then, yeah, I did my other ankle at grading, taking off. I like, I like landed weirdly because I'm a mid-court in netball as well. And I, <laughs> I was thinking too far ahead and I was like, oh, I can quickly do this. And I was mm. like, yeah, I was in a good just caught in two minds kind of thing yeah i was physically where i wanted to be for netball like my skill athleticism stuff like that and i landed funny second center pass of grading out for six weeks eight eight weeks it ended up being because i was in a moon boot on crutches right both ankles useless yeah okay so year 10 you decide you want to go back into footy pre that you you're doing pretty well with netball Mm-hmm. Do you did you give up netball or do you still play netball? Um, I did play netball while I was doing footy, so I pretty much used to train six days a week. Yeah, and then I'd have two games in there as well for netball and footy. But recently this year, I gave up netball because I wanted to focus just on footy. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I just don't have the time for netball yeah. and footy, and I chose footy. Yeah. But so, like, at that time, let's say year 10, were you kind of evenly um, split and, like, mentally? Were you like, oh, I'm just as excited about footy as I am netball? Or was it um, yeah, more dominant one or the other? Um, well, when I first started, I wasn't, like, it got to the point where I didn't want to go to trainings because... Mm. The community club I was at, it was very, like, a school played at that club and all the girls were a little bit younger than me. So it was like, well, not, they were a year younger than me, 
but it was like I wasn't in the clique. So there was their better team, which had all the girls from that school. And then it was the girls who just wanted to play footy from like in the area kind of thing. And it got to the point where I'd literally like sit in the toilet crying like, mom, I don't want to go to, I love playing the games, but like training, I hated going to. I was like, mom, I don't want to go. And then I'd fake sick and yeah, the right. general Everyone. have yeah. to get out of it. <laughs> but um, I only played one year of community and then I moved to Subi yeah. the year after that. Mum, mum tried to, <laughs> I was originally just going to go straight to Subi because at that point in girls footy, it was come try days. It That's how you get into Rogers Cup. And that stuff. was how you got into Rogers Cup. It wasn't uh, like your talent identified. It was come to a try come and try day yeah um so i didn't want to go the time before because i just got back from a school trip over east and mom's like go like go try out for subi and i was like oh maybe not i was a bit introverted back then and then the year after i went and did it and i noticed a few girls from netball who were from another district i ended up really liking that come and try day and then i've haven't gone back to a community club and I've been with Subi since. Right. Yeah. So does that mean, so like with community clubs, the way it is now, like if girls aren't selected for Rogers, for example, they come and play at their community team. Does that mean that you've been selected every week since? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, nice. That's, there's nothing to haven't, the... I haven't missed a game unless it was injury. Yep. Yeah, nice. No, that's obviously like a great achievement in itself that you've been able to make those selections all those years. So this, I'm really keen to hear about what it was like pre the identifying of talent. So like you went for a tryout day, what actually happened in the tryout day? How many people showed up? Kind of like, was it almost like you were guaranteed a spot or what was the thing, you know? Well, when I first went, it was kind of unknown territory. I didn't know. I was like, oh, are they going to like, is it going to be like a trial? Because netball nothing's just you get in straight away it's yeah. always you have to go through the trial process but i went down it was like a sunday morning at leaderville um it was with the league girls as well so it was league resis and then the rogers cup which is like the colts and pretty much we just went did a bit of a kick around did a few drills i ran around like a headless chook because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but called it, it was kind of like a trial, but not in the sense because we received emails from the coach asking us to come to trainings. So I'm not sure what happened behind the scenes and stuff like that. But um, I was ecstatic when I got that email. Yeah. Because I was like, oh my God, I get to play for Sue. Because like, I was kicky, go do like the halftime waffle for the boys Yeah. when you're younger. Um, so yeah, we got emails and then it was like, okay, we've got trainings. These are the trainings. And there was a few like pre-season trainings with, um, back then it was Hayley Miller running it. Oh, she's, is she the Freo Dockers player? Yeah. 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 So there was a few pre-seasons down at Seacrest Oval where it'd be a few drills and you'd do a bit of running and stuff like that. And back then I was like, oh my God, I have no idea who this what what's going on um who these people are but i use it as not a flex but like now that you know a lot of the footy girls going through the pathway and like they're becoming a bit bigger in sport like Haley miller and then you've got charlie thomas and madison wilkins and stuff like that like it's kind of 
You're like, oh, You're I, like, I had yeah. a training session with those people. Yeah, yeah, I trained with them or yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like even my youngest sister, youngest sister, I'm like, yeah, like, you know those footy players? I know them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So what was that training like at um, those sessions? Like, you're saying there are a few drills and a bit of running around and stuff. But, like, were, was it, like, a huge jump from what you were used to at community footy or anything? Or was it just, like, um, better players? Or, like, what was the different vibes? Um, I think it was because there was obviously older girls there and I was the youthy coming through the pathway um because the age group for rogers cup then was six 15 to 18 only recently changed this year to 16 to 19 but yeah it was kind of just like i think the difference in training structures and what like i actually wanted to go to these trainings yeah like nothing against the community coaches i had um it just because i wasn't in the loop with all the girls and stuff like that and it was very it was very clicky with all the girls at school that were there so it didn't make it enjoyable and i didn't really learn much yeah so when i went to subi it was like a big learning experience a big jump yeah to the structure of everything and actually learning footy because i was kick obviously it's just kick to kick but actually learning structures and how to do things and actually play a proper game of footy I guess (laughs) how did you find the jump then from playing defense predominantly and then yeah a little bit of time in the midfield over the last year or so and now coming and it's pretty much full-time midfield what was the um I suppose yeah those major differences you said earlier running but like what else is the big difference from the role change um it goes back to I feel like in my like first or second year at Subi where I'm learning the game again because being in the backline, I thought I'd be backline this year. I played like one game in the backline and then it was like, okay, you're in the midfield. Yeah, nice. So last season it was a couple of games where they were like, okay, this is your role, and I'm like, holy shit, like what am I doing? And I kind of just. Yellow it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, literally, I just went out there and just did whatever I thought was working or what I could do. But then this season, it's good to have more coaching staff. I think that was a big issue we had was the resources because um, the girls have joined with the boys this season. Um, so we've got a whole bunch of coaches on board with us. Um also not having the resis this year, like, again, more coaches available to us. Um, but, yeah, it was kind of like, oh, my God, like, what am I doing? So I was given a role, or well, last season I was given role, um, and generally I'm given the role of, like, sweeper. Last year I had no idea what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, okay, cool, where do I stand? And then this year, it's kind of like, okay, as a sweeper, what do I need to do? Where do I need to set up? And like slowly throughout the season, because again, at the beginning of this season, I was like, what am I doing? Where do I go? Yeah. Um, Because we've got a whole new side. But yeah, it's kind of just like learning the game all over again, I guess. Like you obviously have those defensive aspects, but just like where do you position yourself? How do you react to the ball? Um, 
it's not as like easy as get back shoulder. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like when you're in defense, you're watching the entire game unfolding in front of you. Yeah. And if you get it, you're still facing the way you want the ball to go. Whereas in midfield, you might be having to do a lot more twists and turns, changing directions because the ball might be yeah, going one way on. and you're going to be like, actually, I want the ball going that way. Or it might be, oh, actually, I want it that way, so I'll keep running that way. Um, a few times you have to be like, okay, I'm going this way, not that way. Yeah. And then... Yeah, so you don't yeah and you've got to take that gamble sometimes. <laughs> you've got to like, oh, well, I'm hoping it goes out this way. Well, that brings us to the end of our first episode with Eloise. As you've heard, it's been a lot about getting to know her and her journey, you know, from playing Kick footy and being told, all right, you've got to stop playing footy now because there's no girls' teams available. So she picked up netball and then down the track, coming back to footy and now dominating at Rogers Cup level. But that's not where it all ends. We've got so much more to cover. For example, the next episode, we're going to be discussing a training program she went through with a lady called Mandy Hopper. And it was all about female athletes and injury prevention, which Eloise reckons has set her up for a lot of success in her current footy because she's been able to be so durable for four seasons at Rogers Cup level. Uh, And future episodes, again, are going to be us dissecting various parts of the game, um, answering her questions around how does she get even more of the footy and how does she use it more effectively under pressure in various game circumstances. So there's, yeah, so much more stuff to look forward to. Hope you're really enjoying this chat and looking forward to hearing your feedback. So you know what to do. Like and subscribe and, you know, share it with your mates. Thank you again. Have a good week. Chat soon.